That's I was... what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. That's the all the good. Wait, Jag off. Oh my god. It's gonna be awkward, guys. Get ready. Welcome back to another romantic episode of Hopelessly Animanic, where we talk all things romantic and awkward and filled with anime and manga and all kinds of lovey-dovey goodness. <clears throat> Q. Yeah. Q. Uh oh, hello. Uh, hi. Hello, hi, hi guys. Do you hi. do you do you just not like talking about things romantic and awkward, or is this just gonna be an ongoing thing with you? Let's just say what if. Let's just say you know what if, right? You know, this is a what if scenario. This does not have to be true, listeners. Or uh, it, you know, what if? What if I'm actually talking to someone about romantic stuff? Like, what if someone is already, like, I'm here and there's someone hitting on me and I'm on my phone just responding? You never know. These things could be happening every episode. Like, maybe that's what's happening. Okay, well, here, here's my here's my response to that. Okay. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. <laughs> Who could possibly be more important than me? Right? Right? Okay. Okay. You have, you have a point there. <laughs> Right? I mean, I, I was just kind of like putting this together like with as you were, you know, responding with that. But honestly, who could be more important than me? That's right. That's right. Who could be more important? Except Lucky Charms, of course. Lucky Charms is more important than ever. Well, oh, yeah. 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 Because apparently calling Kiki early in the morning <laughs> while she's trying to watch the last bit of the anime to let her know, Kiki, guess what I got? And here I'm thinking, oh, it's some important news about the podcast. And he's like, Kiki, I got lucky charms. And I'm like, you called me this early in the morning, which honestly wasn't really that early. It's just for Kiki, who likes to sleep in on the weekends, it was considered early. You had to tell me that you got lucky charms. And I'm like, well... I guess that means one thing, that our, our friendship has gotten to the level where we are comfortable doing this. So next time, Q, if I call you early in the morning, it's going to be something ridiculous, like, Q, guess what I did? I just brushed my teeth, and you better love every last second of it. Okay? I'm, I'm going to ask you, first thing I'll say, I'll say, do you use... Do you use Colgate? Do you use Colgate if that's the one you use? Oh, maybe use another one? And, you know, I'll ask, like, nice questions like that, so it'll be cool. Don't worry about it. Fair enough. All right. Well, just get ready. Tomorrow morning while I'm getting ready for my new job, I am going 
to call you and I'm going to be like, guess what I just did? Guess what I just did? And you're going to be like, dude, did you just brush your teeth? And then I'm going to surprise you and throw you a curveball and be like, actually, I didn't. I brushed my hair. And then you're just going to be like, oh, man. You're going to say brushing your teeth. And then she said she's brushing her hair. Like, oh, my God, mind blown. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay? All right. All right. Good. We're I on think, a roll here. I think that was the first time I've actually ever called your cell phone, actually. You know, I think that's, that is actually the first time I've called you on your cell phone. <laughs> it's okay. I- I'll forgive you this time, because lucky charms are important in our society. They are. I mean, who are all those people? Just I'm just putting this out there. All listeners who live in Trinidad and Tobago, do not, and I repeat, do not buy lucky charms at all. The reason being is because every time I go to the store, I can't find Lucky Charms, which means you idiots are out there buying it, you know, and I can't get it to buy. And I don't eat other cereals because, well, I eat other cereals when there's nothing else, but Lucky Charms is like the cereal to have. And so you guys need to stop. Like, at least even if you want to buy, like if you buy all and there's like at least two more on the shelf, that's good. If you only see two on the shelf, don't buy. Just leave it there. I'm coming to buy it. So just leave it there, you know. Just do that for me, please. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then. Oh, wow. So, we're not too sure how we're doing this yet. We're still getting comfortable with podcasting, I guess, together, as well as, you know, this, this type of podcast. And so, we're still getting the hang of things. But don't worry, guys. We'll be, you know, making it all beautiful and stuff for you guys. So, I hope you guys enjoy it. And, um... And I sound like I'm wrapping up the show. Kiki, what, what are we supposed to do now? <laughs> <laughs> this is the part where we tell them that we uh, are finally on a roll here. We uh, were we're knocking out one Animanga, which I learned is a term today. Yeah, mm. Animanga. Basically, it means a manga transformed into an anime. So instead of saying anime slash manga, it's just animanga. So now we can start using that term. So anyway, guys, we are down to one animanga a week, and we're discussing it. And this most recent one um, was requested by one of you guys. Woo, woo, woo. And this one, we both finished. Go! I think that's the first time we did it. It is. With the exception of Peach Girl, but that was because I had already watched Peach Girl in the past. Um, but this is the first uh, animanga that we both finished together. And not only that, it's an animanga that we both absolutely loved. We adored the thing. It was just too beautiful. And um, and yeah, we and we kind of were watching it at the same time because we, we were both watching it today at the same time. And like yes. in between, like, you know, while we're watching, like, I'll call Kiki, like, Kiki, how far are you? She's like, oh, I'm one episode ahead of you. And I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah, that was, that was pretty <laughs> hilarious. He's like, he called me and he's like, Kiki, I'm on my way home. How far are you? And I'm like, I'm on episode 21. And he's like, damn it, you're an episode ahead of me. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just because I'm amazing. <laughs> I mean, if we're speaking truthfully, right? You you are amazing, but I would have finished before you do if if I did not watch that stupid football game that lost. Okay, okay. Well, whose fault is that, right? The stupid football team. They should have won. Uh, 
No, then... it's not the... Okay, you didn't have to watch it. You chose to do that. It's in, okay? it's in the man guidebook that I have to watch sports and stuff. And if I do, yeah, then I, I lose my man card. You know, so. I don't think that. I don't think so. No, yeah. no. It's written there in fine writing on, you know, in a line somewhere that's like, must watch sports. And if I don't, they say they're going to come and reclaim my, my man card. So, you know. I, I think that's a load of baloney, to be honest. <laughs> There's this whole, like concept of like the man code and i don't think it really exists it does guys have a code like for example let's see there is you must watch sports you you never hit on a friend's ghoul um you okay that's not the man code that's the bro code it's a little different well it's kind of the same thing it's all in the guide but but it's really not you're not a guy. You don't know these things. Anywho, we have a podcast to do it, so we should get yes. into it. So, uh, this episode is about an anime called Kiki. How about telling the listeners about what we're watching? It's called A Lull in the Sea. Mm-hmm. And isn't there a Japanese name for it? Do you know the Japanese name? Um, it, there is a Japanese name for it, but I didn't even bother learning it because it was just so much easier to say A Lull in the Sea. So, guys, it's A Lull in the Sea. Type it in. The Japanese name will come up with it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Can't be put on this type of pressure. I would have. I would. I would have looked up the name and read it for you guys. But as you guys know, I suck at saying Japanese words, so I'm not even gonna try. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a little. I, I'm a little good at it. You're right? better than me. You're way better than me at it. <laughs> Maybe it's just because like I have a tongue for other languages because I did take a little bit of Spanish, like enough that I'm you know can communicate and. Ja- uh, Japanese has nothing to do with Spanish, so never mind. Just disregard everything I just said. Oh, okay. How about saying hi to the listeners in Spanish? Let's hear your Spanish for a bit. Hola, mis amigos. Is that all? You can say, like, you know, welcome to the Hopeless Animatic Podcast. This is Kiki and Q. You know, you could have added that in there in Spanish. Uh, bien- bienvenido el podcast de Q and Kiki. <laughs> I... I- I accidentally slipped in an and here, so hold on, let me redo that. Bienvenido al podcast de Q y Kiki. Aww. You see, now we now we, we appeal to our Spanish listeners, you know. Yama, hopelessly animanic. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have, like, you know, a million more Spanish listeners now. They're going to be like, oh my god, these guys speak Spanish. Would they, we can listen to them now. We can understand. All I said was welcome to the podcast. That's all they're going to get to. They're going to reach that point. Like, for some reason, all the Spanish listeners are going to start listening to the show and they're going to get... They're going to start at this point for some apparent reason, which is, like, in the middle of the beginning. And they're going to understand and they're gonna, it's going to be perfect. Don't worry about it. Just... Okay. I won't worry. I won't question it. I'll just go with it. Okay. So, we've already established that we like this anime. We already yeah. know that we like this anime. So, how about we get into why we like this anime? So, Kiki, first yes. things first... First episode, you got into it. You you sat down, you know, you you got comfortable. You I laid down actually. It. Let's ver- let's let's be specific. I was laying in my bed. Okay, so you lay in your bed, got <laughs> comfortable, which is technically what I did too. I did yep. the same thing. <laughs> and I was with, and I had my laptop. Oh, cuddling with the laptop. The laptop yep. was keeping all warm and stuff. It was like, oh, yeah. I got to cuddle with Kiki. Oh, yeah. And so, so you have your laptop, get a call with it and everything, and you, you're all comfortable, and you're about to watch this anime, and you put it on, first thought, instantly, as you put it on, and the first five minutes, what were you thinking? 
I was like, this is so cool. Because here, here's what it is, guys. So the, the premise of the story is there are like these two races of people. And one race lives in the water, and one race lives in uh, the surface, on the surface, right? <laughs> Not <laughs> the surface, on the surface. Um, but regardless, so they live uh, in the water, and you would think like, oh, they're like mermaid people, when actually, no, they are just regular people walking around at the bottom of the sea. But yeah, they're in the sea, so I just thought that was so cool, like... You always hear stories about mermaids, like, living in the water and going all crazy, but not often do you, like, read a story or watch a movie about people just, you know, walking around at the bottom of the ocean, just like, hey, what's up? (laughs) You know? Waving to each other, just like we would do on the street. So, it's literally just like our society, just instead of breathing in oxygen and chemicals from, you know, pollution... They're breathing in air, or water. Oh my gosh. They're breathing in water. (laughs) So, and not only that, these uh, kids, or I should say this society, they can also be on the surface. They can be in the water and on the surface. A whole period of time on the surface, though, they need to moist themselves up again. Yeah, they could dry out if they're up there too long, so... Yeah, they could dry out. They they have to walk with, like, you know, a constant supply of lube. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't call it lube necessarily, but I mean, whatever floats your boat, cute. Whatever floats my boat, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> you know, I, now I, I feel so comfortable, to, you know, like saying these things now on the podcast, now that I've gotten to know Kiki a bit more, you know, and it's not like, um, it's not like, like I can't I'm... say those kind of things because I know she's like a super perv. So it's like, oh, I think <laughs> totally say these things to her. I like that. I'm a super perv. I'm not just a perv. This, this could this could be like my superhero name. Super perv, yeah. You'd have a P on your chest, and when you when you like someone is out there and they're not saying pervy stuff or they're like really innocent, you will rip your your shirt off and there'll be a, a superhero suit underneath, like Superman, <laughs> and you'd be super perv to the rescue and you'd turn oh into a perv. Oh my god! I'd so. <laughs> Uh, so the, yeah. add this to my list of names: super perv. Super perv. Oh. When in doubt, call the super perv. Mm-hmm. It's a plane. It's a bird. It's a super perv. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh so <laughs> so you, your first thoughts, you you were like, "This is super cool," which is what I was thinking too, because I like when I first saw them leaving their houses and stuff, and I'm like, at first it, it looks normal, you couldn't tell they're in water because they're doing all these normal things, and then all right. of a sudden they're just walking and you see fishes swimming, so I'm like, "Holy crap, fish can fly in the sky!" And then you see bubbles, and I'm like, "Holy crap, this yeah. is underwater!" And I'm like, it's- "Yes." Exactly. That's kind of like how I was. I'm like, wait a minute, is that a fish? And then I'm like, oh my god, there's freaking fish. They're in the water. And it was so cool. It was super cool. It it was so awesome how, like, they did that. Like, they tricked you. And I I totally respect not just animes, but, like, you know, entertainment in general that, like, is a mind trickery. It's like, hey, this is normal. Oh, wait, no, it's not. And you're just like, oh my god, it's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for some reason, you sounded like me there for a second. Oh, wow. That's this, this, this pretty interesting. Means we're hanging out too much, Q. Well, yeah. oh, well, no, not too much. There's no such thing as too much, because we're pretty awesome people. We're going to rub off on each other, and then eventually we're going to be one <laughs> weird kind of morph version of each, of each I'm other. So- I'm sorry, we're going to what? 
We're gonna rub off, <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> Sorry. You see what I mean, listeners? <laughs> I'm having an innocent moment, you know, and, and Kiki decides to, you know, dirty it all up with her super pervert bullies. I mean, you set yourself up for that one. I just kind of follow through with it. Follow I was just through. saying that, you know, when you spend time with people, you know, certain behavioral traits just happen <laughs> to just pass on. Just all right, all right, all right. All right. Us, you know. All so right. next question about this anime, <laughs> one thing that we want to know, and I, I'm sure the listeners already know what I'm gonna ask because we ask this for every anime that we watch, and so and I'm sure you know what I'm gonna ask. And my question is, who is your favorite character? <sighs> See, you love so much, and there's so much to love, so it's like hard, but I know. Yeah, it was so hard deciding who my favorite character was because I liked all of them for different reasons. Um, I hope mm. she's gonna pick the one I pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm trying to decide because, like, I was thinking about this throughout the entire anime. I'm like, who do I like the best? Who do I like the best? And uh, hmm, gosh, this is so difficult. Um, hmm. You know what? I'm gonna say it. I like, um, Chikari. Chikari? Chikari. Is that the blue-haired chick? Yes, that's the blue-haired one. Uh. I'm gonna say her. And, I, and the, here's the reason. I would have picked, um, Manaka, but my problem with her is she cries too much. <laughs> like, and I get that that's a thing with anime, like, girls just cry a lot. I don't, for whatever reason, anime just feels the need to make girls cry, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. Which is okay. But, for me, I was like, stop crying, you don't need to be crying right now. <laughs> like, so many <laughs> times she was like that. Um, but, anyway, um, I think I'm going to stick to my answer and say, uh... Chikari, am I saying that right? I'm probably not. I'm I'm sorry. I I'll just call, call her, her Chica, wasn't it? Wasn't that they right? call her they call her Chi, so I'll just call her Chi. So Chi was my favorite, and I think it's because she is the most honest to herself the entire time, and she was so worried about changing, and you know no one would like the changed her, but it, it you know she doesn't ever change. She is herself throughout mm -hmm. the entire time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which I kind of like that, and the only thing I didn't like about her is I didn't like that her and Samugu ended up together, because I wasn't shipping them, but it, I was happy that she was happy by the end of it, so. <laughs> spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> Huge spoiler alert. Oh my god. Sorry, guys. And that's the weird thing. Now, here's the thing, right? Now, um, now... I actually, my favorite character is, strangely enough, actually Samugu, and... See, I was thinking about him too, but... Ah, I don't I know. I like how he's so straightforward, like, I really, like, you, I like to think I'm a straightforward person, like, I, I'm pretty straightforward, most things, but there are a lot of times where, like, I may like someone and we may be friends, and I may be like, I'm not gonna tell them because I don't want to mess up my friendship, which is what a lot of the characters in the anime are going through, they're all like... I like this person, but I don't want to tell them because it's going to change everything and when our, we, our friendship is not going to be the same and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. And so, for me, it's like, I I think that way as well. If, if I have a close friend and we have a certain percentage of a friendship and if I like them, 
even though I'm a straightforward person, I'm highly unlikely to tell that friend, hey, I like you, in that kind of way. Unless, right. of course, that friend shows me some form of, you know, a hint that they actually like me, then I'd actually be, you know, I'd be, okay, this is actually possible. Um, but with Samugu, he's straightforward. he basically come on and tell you, hey, I like you, and accept it. Like, I like, and he's, like, he reads everyone. He knew everyone's feelings. He could tell. He didn't care if he was fe- hurting your feelings. And it's not like he didn't care. It was more like he just, he he just said the truth. He always yeah. spoke the truth. And I loved yeah. that about him. I, at first, it was a bit like I was like, this guy's annoying. And then I was just like, but, you know, he's actually, like, right. And he's making sense. And, you know, because everyone else is beating around the bush. They're like, they like someone. They don't want to tell them. And he's just like, you know what? I, I'm not like that, and you know, like he's just—he just says what comes on his mind, even if it's not him just telling someone that he likes them. He just is honest with everyone. He, you know, like when he first met, uh, met what's her name—the the girl with the—you call her name before it's an M name, Mu- Monica. Monica, right? Yeah, they pronounce it like Monica in this Monica, anime. Yes. I am, I am like almost a hundred percent positive that in the Japanese version. It's Manaka. Okay, so we'll, we'll but, call it Manaka. We'll call it anyway. um, Manaka or, or Monica, whichever we works. Um, and I prefer. <laughs> I like Manaka, when, when please. Man- okay, let's go with Manaka. Let's not. Let's not. Let me not. Uh, you know, upset my co-host. It's Manaka. And um, <laughs> I like when they first met, and she had the fish on her knee, and he was so he was so kind. You know, he was just like. He was like, it's it's cool, and I like it, and I was like, that is like, He was so, know. yeah, oh, I love, I see, he was one of my favorites, too. My, definitely my top three were, um, uh, Chi, Manaka, and, uh, Samugu, but I just, I see, there were just some things about Samugu that, like, I just like I was kind of like how you said <laughs> not a bit off but like there were some times where I'm like okay is he gonna show any development and I think that was my biggest problem with him and why I can't say he's my favorite is because even though like um Chi like she was the same like she was true to herself she still grew like she mm-hmm. grew up and you see a development with her throughout the anime versus Smugu was just the same. He was just... He, he didn't evolve. He didn't change as a character. Like, nothing was different from him from episode one to the very end. And I'm a very character-driven person when it comes to any sort of fiction. I love character development and I like seeing characters grow up and evolve and change with their surroundings and change with their environment. And I feel like he, of all the characters, was the least like the least likely to show any change and like he had really no arc like he didn't like start one way in the beginning and evolve for the better by the end he was just same old Samugu from start to finish with, with Samugu now I, I agree he, he did see he did his personality never changed throughout the show but I, I like to think that Samugu did grow because when he was younger he never really he didn't really seem like he paid any interest to like he was actually that interested in anyone he was just like okay I'm gonna be a good friend kind of guy you know and you always, to me I, I, while I was watching I always assumed he was just gonna be their friend like he was he had no interest in any of the girls it never seemed like he actually had any interest in any of them uh, and you know even though there were girls who liked him he just didn't seem like he was interested in any of them and I like at the end where he's like he's actually 
interested in Chi. Like, when you see right after uh, he and Chi are, like, living together and they're moving around, there's a scene where they're moving around the kitchen together and they're just in symmetry. Like, you know, he he needs something, she already reads his mind, she passes it to him. He just ducks underneath her and goes into the, cu- the cupboard or the fridge and grabs what he wants. And they just melt, they kind of mesh together really nicely. And I don't see that, like, happening when he was younger. I never saw him, like, you know, being, like, that kind of guy that would be go and tell a girl like hey I like you and also too he showed a lot of emotion which that, that I think that was his flaw that he found it for himself he wasn't as emotional which is what he was telling um oh god I can't remember anyone's names <laughs> I, I think no I, I know exactly what you're talking about but I think if they just would have shown more evidence of that in the beginning of the anime because I feel like it was kind of thrown on us too quickly <laughs> like he was pretty much the same person up until episode 20, where he finally is like, by the way, um, I like Chi. And it's like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah. Where did that, that was, come from? That like, if they would have like, shown... Oh. Even in the beginning of the show, like, there was one point when they were uh, younger kids, he's like, you know, you're beautiful. Like, that one moment, if it just tint his cheeks give it like show give him some reaction so that like this is making him uncomfortable so that we see okay he is not good with talking to girls like this so, and just something right there would have been enough for me but instead he's just saying that like a, like as you said he's just saying it as a friend like you're beautiful and then later on in the show he's like that's the first time like i ever admired you or something like that it's like i didn't know that like he he, <laughs> he said it to her just the same way he was talking to manaka just a couple of days ago so i think if just at that moment when he says to her you know you're beautiful when they're kids and show that like he shies away or something like that just so we give get a hint like oh he's unco- he's nervous he's shy right now then we understand that when he gets older and he's like i do actually like her we're like see He's evolving, but because it was just so sudden and so like, hey, even though we gave no hints of this prior, here you go. Here's a romance. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's too much, too fast. I can't handle it. Ah, it's just beautiful. There are so many characters that are so beautiful and stuff like that. <laughs> and I, I feel I must add because you did mention that you had um, you had you mentioned your top three characters, which mine are a bit different. Uh, Sumugi obviously is my favorite. And uh, my second favorite will actually be Chi, because I, I thought she was the cutest girl of the girls that, uh, you know, the options for girls in the story. She was the cutest. And she was, I guess, you know, maybe it was because she was the most well-developed too. I don't know, maybe, you know, whatever. And, um, and then there's, uh, I can't remember her name right now, um, but the daughter, the sister's adopted, the sister's stepdaughter. What's her name again? Miyuna. Miyuna. She's my third favorite. I really liked how um how Miyu kind of uh how she started off as this little kid and you could tell like you could instantly see when she started liking um the main character and then you know you can mm-hmm. see that like just like her friend too as well you know which I like her friend as well a lot because she's like spunky and I, you know I like spunky chicks so her friend is like super oh, yeah. spunky and I'm like oh yeah she's too cool uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like her spunk when she's like oh whatever and stuff like that especially for her story ending oh, it was just warming I, I knew they were gonna end up together like the two of them I was just like they're gonna like the time from the point of this the the second half of the story and everyone they became the same age i was like 
they're gonna be together. It's it's already there. It's in this it's written in the script, I can tell. And um and I guess that leads into my next question. Who are you shipping from the beginning of the the, the anime? Who were you who were you okay. shipping? Okay. I got this. Alright, you ready? I'm ready. So I was shipping Manaka and Samugu, of mm-hmm. course. I wanted them <laughs> together so bad. Uh then I was shipping Kaname and Chi. Mm-hmm. And then and I was shipping, um, uh, Hik- I think that's his name, um, Hikari and, uh, Miyuna. Mm. Those were my two, three, three couples I wanted. And none of them ended up that way. None. It made me so upset. <laughs> none of my shipped couples happened, so I was really depressed. Uh, it's, 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 it's okay. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. So my original shipping was like yours. I shipped, um, I shipped, uh, Samuga, Samugu and, um, and me. Oh god, I forgot her name already. <laughs> Manaka. Manaka. <laughs> so I, I shipped it because when you see, when they first meet and you see, he pulls all of the water in the net and they look at each other and I'm like, oh, this is love. They're gonna love each other. This is perfect. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, don't worry. Dude's gonna get his heart hurt, but that's life. And he's gonna start liking, um, he's gonna actually start liking Chi and it's gonna work out. And I didn't, that didn't happen for me either. They didn't like each other. Um, but I guess, you know, that's the good thing about when, when, I like when I'm watching an anime and what I think is gonna happen doesn't happen. It, then it surprises me because once I know what's gonna happen, it's like, ah, oh, well, I know how the script is gonna go, and then I end up on my phone texting people or doing stuff while I'm watching anime. Uh, but this time I couldn't. I couldn't actually pull my phone out and and actually use it. I only used my phone during episodes, like when the intro music was playing, and then that was it. Which that leads to my next question. Actually, it's like, what do you think of the music, Kiki? The music was adorable, wasn't it? I thought it was adorable. It was sweet. It was so sweet. Right? I it was it. so cute. Yeah. I, I loved and the first half, like season one, technically. Um because mm-hmm. the first thirteen episodes are like season one and the second thirteen episodes are like season two. And it makes it pretty obvious. But anyway, um they uh they uh like the end music for season one was so cute because it was like so bubbly and so everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, what do you think of a cute? I liked um I liked how the the first season had really like you said bubbly music. I like that. Like I, I was actually you know bouncing around in bed while watching it because literally I um because I, I spent the weekend away from home and I'm in bed and um. I'm watching, like, I have my laptop on the bed and I'm watching anime. Because normally I don't watch anime from my laptop. I normally put it on my desktop and I'm in bed, you know, watching it. But because I wasn't at home, I had my laptop and I'm watching. And I'm in bed, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. And I'm bouncing in bed, like, you know, like what dudes shouldn't do. Don't forget that, female listeners. I am not bouncing in bed. As far as you know, I'm doing manly stuff like grunting and stuff. But anyway, the fact of the matter is, it was it was really really adorable, and I liked it, and I was just like so excited about it. And then uh, the second season, it I find the music was a perfect contrast to what was going on in that those seasons, and especially not just the music, but the art style. It all it was like it reflected the whole atmosphere as what was going on when they were kids, and they were they were innocent, and things were going on, and not no kind of calamities were happening. Everything was bright and colorful, and you know. It, the, the music was like that as 
well. And then in the second season, the music is a lot less that. It's more, it's slower paced, it's a little sadder, you can get a little sadness in it. It's still sweet though, like really, really sweet, but it's sadder, the, the, the colors are less, they're not as vibrant, they're like, you know, more grayed out versions of themselves. And, um, and I liked that. I liked that it did contrast the, the whole atmosphere. It set a really good atmosphere for everything. It was just mm -hmm. beautiful. Oh, love the music. Clear out of me. Yeah, um, right. Okay, so I have one last question. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. and let me see if I can if I can ask this question very nice, like. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Kiki, are, are you with me here? I I'm with you. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, I need you to close your eyes. Can you close your eyes? Okay, I'm closing my eyes. Okay, listeners, I need you to do the same thing. So you need to close your eyes. All right, so I need you to imagine. Just start imagining for a second that. Think of all the nice things in your life. Think of all the things that you like. Maybe it's someone you have a crush on. Maybe it's um, maybe it's a job you like. Maybe it's curry, like in my case. Uh, and um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's okay. I'm like that with mac and cheese, but <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Kiki laugh this much. This is actually really good. Okay. <laughs> So, okay. think you're thinking of those things, right, Kiki? Hmm. Are you thinking of it? I'm thinking. Okay, now, think, what if the sea god approaches you and says, Has what, Kiki? You could be, you could live under the sea and live in this village just like all the sea people and all that kind of cool stuff and breed underwater and, and all that kind of good things, but you had to give up everything you had on the surface. Would you give up your current life to live as a character in the anime, or would you not? Hmm. See, this is tough because for me, I'm I'm very into the whole like elements and stuff. Like ever since I was a kid, I've always really believed in the elements. And being an Aquarius, my element is of course water. And I always feel most comfortable when I'm swimming or when. The one time I was at the beach, like, that was seriously, like, the happiest, like, watching the waves and stuff was seriously, like, the happiest thing in my life. And water is totally my element. Let's, we've made that quite obvious at this point. <laughs> but... Mean, one second, then, before you continue, you said the one time you were at the beach, you've only been to the beach once? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, that's continue. A whole, <laughs> that's a whole in itself by the way but I was only at the beach once and sitting there in the sand in front of the water and just listening and hearing it it was seriously like I've never been more at peace with myself and anyway um so like my, my dream like one of those like you know how when you're a kid and you always tell yourself I want that one like superpower that you know you'll never get but you dream about it and wish for it anyway mm -hmm. it was always to breathe underwater so I could just be underwater forever but even with all of that in mind with the few things that are most precious to me on the surface which you know there's there's love and there's my cat and there's my family you know all those things and there's you know of course mac and cheese in your case curry I couldn't give that up and I couldn't. Queue. As much as a, it, in my queue. <laughs> well, that's good. Because um, I was saying, as much as, if no as, much as I, 
but like as as much as I would do anything to you know live in the water and just be at one with my element, I couldn't give up the things and the people that are most precious to me. Oh, that's so sweet. And you said in su- you ended in such a nice, subtle, sweet way. And um, I, I gotta agree. I, I don't think I could give up the, the you know, I, it's not directly the things that I have that I wouldn't. I would give up everything I have in a heartbeat. Uh, but because you know, my computer, food, all those kind of things, those aren't that important to me. But the relationships I have with people are important to me. Those that I'm close to. Those are really important, and if I had to give that up, I would not want to do that. You know, if I had to give up, you know, all the physical things I had in my life, but I'd do it in a heartbeat. I, I don't need my computer or my video games or, you know, oh, all yeah. kind of stuff. I could give that up with it with yeah. ease. But yeah. those relationships are important. To yeah. Me, so, so. Yeah. I mean, if if the sea god came to me and said, "You can keep everything, but I want all of your video games. I want all of your technology. Everything that you own, I want it." I'd say. You can take it as long as I can keep those that are precious to me. That's all that matters to me, and that is something that I couldn't give up because there are a handful of people in this world that I literally cannot live without. And if I had to choose them or living under the ocean for the rest of eternity, I would choose them. Huh. I would. And that's that's what we. I hope. I, I don't know what listeners are gonna choose. Um, hopefully, hopefully, you tell us what you choose if you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you you leave a comment on our Facebook page and tell us what you actually chose. So we'll know. You know, would you choose to live in the sea? Maybe, maybe you actually you know live near the sea and actually crave this forever. And maybe you have like one person in your life that's like you know, or maybe you have no one. Uh, well, you do. You actually have. You have two people. You have us. We're we're in your life right now. You know. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. We're part of your life now. You actually have to have us. Like just listening right now, you're you're pretty cool. We like you. Anywho, um, <laughs> <laughs> we have um we've I've asked all the questions I have, and um and normally when I'm finished with questions, I go and I have a curry break because I like curry and um. Do you, yeah, I don't know. Hiki, what should we do? I'm, I'm lost again. I guess we're... I mean, is it that time for our break already? Are we just killing past this podcast today? I think it's because we're, we're so in, in... Like, this is just so good. Like, we 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 can just easily go past it. Because we're on the same page. We've watched the whole thing. And we both liked it so much. You know what I mean? I think it's fine. I think it's fine. And now is a good time to take a break. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, I think it's time for our break. Okay, so listeners, thank you for joining us for the first half of Hopelessly Animatic. And we'll be right back. meet up and we'll sign that'll be interesting and we're back to the podcast <laughs> there we go what up guys what up what up what up oh my god i can't actually include that intro because there are some things just said that i need to edit out oh my god you, know what, you just gotta catch it right at the end it'll be okay if i catch it right at the end no one will know what we were talking about would they exactly um, yes, just at perfect. the end <laughs> See, this is why you consult me for everything. You see? That's what I'm talking about. I, I've, know, got, 
I got your back. You like my confidant. <laughs> I got I got your back, bro. Alright, Q, so mm-hmm. I decided on some questions and the rest I'm just gonna kinda make up as I go because I got a couple and you know hopefully this will take up enough time that you know we'll discuss and we'll marinate and hopefully another follow-up question will come. So anyway, Q, my first question. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've always wondered. Like, even when I was in middle school, I used to wonder this. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of the ages of the characters? And what I mean by this is can 14-year-olds reach a maturity level that will determine if they know what love is and if they can decide who they love at such a young age? Okay. I'm gonna just use myself as an example. When I was 14, there was this girl in my class that I was really, really into, and um, and I I met her the first time I met her. I really liked her because she had um, she was re- I found her really attractive. She had like these um, her eyes were kind of Asian-ish, mm-hmm. and the first time we met. I didn't even like we the first time we met it was a friend of mine that I that you know I knew for some years and her were playing there was a first year at school actually and uh, you know it started secondary school I was about 11 at that time and we had just met and she was running with my friend they were like running around the school and I was just there with my parents you know because we were doing like the whole tour kind of getting a, you know a gist of what the school's like and um and I was like oh look at these kids just running across the floors of the school they're like such children but you know, then she, they came in, they came by me, and they're like, "Hey," and stuff like that. And I was like, "Oh, she's pretty cute." And by the time we, uh, you know, I when we finally were in a class together, we were in form two, I think. And I think that's when I, I I realized like, "Hey, I'm actually really, I really, really like this girl." And um, I never really did tell her that at first. Like I was at that point, I was shy. I didn't know how to talk to girls and all that kind of stuff. Kind of like the characters in the anime. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, I did. And you know. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much details. Anywho, I think it is possible for them to know what, you know, love is. Not to the same extent as um, as someone who has gone through a few things in life. Granted, I do think that some older people don't know what love is either. Because some mm-hmm. people, age doesn't actually, uh, you know, age doesn't really matter when it comes to stuff like love and and you know those kind of things so i think except if they're like under like a baby or something like that and obviously you're a pedophile um but <laughs> I, I mean like age doesn't matter because of the fact that you can feel love for someone even though you're at a young age it depends on your maturity level so if the, i mean granted those kids were not mature but they did feel strong emotional ties to each other I mean, when you get older, you'll find more people that you love, you'll find people that you love, and then you did either break your heart, like me, and then you just, like, move on and find someone else. Or you'd have no one, you just have curry and lucky charms. Or you can, you'd basically, you know, um, <laughs> why are you laughing at me? <laughs> no reason, continue. Or you'll find someone else to love, and you'll, um, you'll, you'll actually, you know, learn from your mistakes, and you learn to choose someone better to love so it's not about knowing how to love it's knowing who to love mm-hmm. that's the, the, the moral there I think my biggest thing is go, going off of exactly what you just said is when I was in middle school I had the biggest 
biggest crush on a boy in my class and I had known him since I was in kindergarten and I every day would write in my journal about him and how much I loved him and all of this and all of that and there was no one else that I ever wanted to be with and it's safe to say that we did not end up together and I think back on it and it wasn't that he treated me bad it wasn't that he was mean to me and hell it wasn't even that we just weren't compatible I mean he just didn't feel that way about me but I was convinced that I loved him and he was the only person that I could ever be with and I look back on it and I'm like I had no idea what love was and if I would have let you know so when I think about these kids in this anime now again this is based off of Japanese culture and the maturity of these kids and you know as you said maturity plays a big factor into it but who's to say we'll just take uh, Manaka and um, here here Kari his head is god I can't remember I can't pronounce his name mm -hmm. um, but we'll just take them for example. So they say they love each other and they start dating. And what if they have a terrible fight and they break up and then they're like, 10 years down the road, they're like, I never actually loved them. And it's like, well, yeah, you were 14. Like, you didn't even, like, start your menstrual cycle yet. Like, how do you... No, no, you get what I mean? Actually, I don't. Here's the thing, though. I understand what you're saying, but here's why I disagree. The thing is, is that, like... When you, like, for example, all of the people I've loved in my life, I I will never deny the fact that I love them, whether or not we didn't work or anything like that. It doesn't mean that I didn't love them. I Truly, all the, the girls that I've actually loved in my life in a romantic way, I did love. I truly, honestly did love them. And um, whether or not the, if the relationship didn't work, it, didn't, it means that I grew to dislike them. It doesn't mean that I didn't love them at the time that we were together. And yeah. so I think I think if two people are in the same place, in the same the same mindset and whatever have you, and they're willing to work on it, then they can love each other no matter their age. Once they're actually willing to work on it, if you decide to break up, or you have a fight or whatever have you, it just means that you grew to not love the person anymore. It doesn't mean that you didn't love them in the first place. So mm -hmm. I think you can you can love someone no matter your age. It's just that you can also grow to dislike someone. And that is also a possibility, so yeah. Fair enough. I just I guess for me, like like we'll just my biggest thing was with Hikari and Manaka. I was like, you know, a perfect example was she was you know, she's fourteen mm -hmm. and at first she knows she really likes Sakari, but then she meets Smuku and she's like, I really like Smuku and then she's like well, then I don't know who I like. And then she convinces, then she tells a slug, well, I actually love Hikari. And it's like, okay, okay, she's girl. Like, you know, you, you keep jumping back and forth. How can you decide, you know, maybe they do love each other in that moment. But it's like, how can you believe this, this love story when they're 14 years old and maybe in 10 years they break up? And it's like, my dreams have just been crushed. Like, you can love multiple people at the same time, though. Like, someone can love two people at the same time. An adult, a mature adult, can understand that I can I, love oh, two yes. people. I can be in love with two people, but I can, if I'm truly committed to someone, then I, I only express my love to that person that I'm in, that I, I truly am committed to, that I am with. Mm -hmm. So, I can, so for example, I can be in love with someone 
and meet someone else who's so cool and so awesome and you know somehow find myself falling in love with this person but as a mature adult I can say okay great I actually I recognize these feelings but I cannot act upon them because of the fact that I have someone else and um, and I truly love and care for that other person even more than the person that I may be feeling feelings for so yeah I think I still think I still think she's justified in her love just you know they're too young to actually I guess I want to say they're too young to not to love but too young to actually oh I'm not saying they're too young to love but I just mean like an an ending love like a final this is who I'm with for the rest of my life kind of love like I'm not doubting that they don't know how to love I think anybody can love you can be 10 years old in love and you can be 80 years old and find love I just mean like do you think it for them being 14 and deciding this is who I'm spending the rest of my life with, like, do you think that that's a little far-fetched? It's possible. I'm saying if when I was 14, if the girl that I loved loved me back the same way and and stuff didn't work, stuff worked out, hey, I'd probably still be dating her right now. We'd still be in a relationship and things would be awesome. I'm just saying. I'm just that. For me personally, I'm just that committed the kind of person. If I'm in love with someone and they're in love with me and we're together... For me, as far as I'm concerned, the minute I start dating a chick, I'm like, well, I'm already planning marriage in my head and, you know, how much <laughs> how I want to paint the walls and shit and, you know, what kind of lights and fixtures I want to have and should but we have a fence you're or also, not. You're also the type of person where you just don't date anybody. Like, you, you, have to, you have to really find somebody. And I'm the same way. Like, I don't just date anyone. It's why I've been single for almost three years. Like... Well, I mean, I've dated people, but I've never been in, like, a serious relationship for three years. And it's because, you know, by some point, like, they decide that it's not going to work or I decide it doesn't work. And it's because, like, I have to be completely sure that I trust and love that person before I can become emotionally committed to them. And usually, it doesn't take long to figure out or for something to happen to be revealed that this wasn't the person I'm supposed to be with. There's a that's a weird thing about me though. Like for me, I like the minute that I know that I that I love someone, I inst- they instantly have a hundred percent of my trust. So, so for example, if I meet a girl and I and we we click and our chemistry works and we spend time together and then we realize, holy crap, we like each other that way. Um, she she basically gets 100% of my trust. It's up to her to lose it. And that's the thing. Like, you could lose my trust over time. When you lose it, you don't gain it back. So once you've lost my trust, no matter what you try after that point in time, I basically am always questioning you. Whereas mm-hmm. before, when, when I first meet you and you're all nice and, I ha- and you haven't done anything to, you know, make me question you, you have 100% of my trust. You can come and tell me, hey, Q, the sky is falling. I'm like, holy shit, we need to dig holes. Like that's that's just how far I'm, I'm. That's how that's just how much trust I put in someone, and so you know, to me it's like it doesn't really matter to me. And when it comes to like you know people building up trust and stuff, like that. it's just that once I'm in love with someone, once I find someone that that I click with and I actually feel that I'm in love with, it just works that way. And I think the characters in the the anime could potentially be like me. I mean, I like to be optimistic and think that they they could be like me. You know, maybe they. They're just, you know, they live in a small town too, you know. So there's very little options when it comes to other people. So. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. All right, let's move on. We spent a lot of time on that question, so let's move on to the next one. 
Okay. Alright, so as much as we both enjoyed and loved the whole underwater society and the whole village underwater, what are your thoughts as far as the realism goes? By that I mean there's paper there, there's electricity, there's books, and under the simple fact there's gravity. And simple science will tell you being underwater is pretty much zero gravity. It's why we kind of just float around when we're underwater. So, um, what are your thoughts as far as that goes? Okay. Now, I'm gonna just try to be like a tool in the middle and like underwater is not like complete zero gravity or close to. It's like you can sink. I'm just saying there are people who can't swim and they sink. But then again, I'm gonna be like a total me and apologize and say I'm sorry I didn't mean to be a total know-it-all. And now <laughs> I'm actually gonna <laughs> now I'm actually gonna answer your question. Uh, I, I call BS. I, I like instantly at the beginning when I saw that I was like, yep, this is. B Wait a minute, they're cooking underwater. What are they cooking <laughs> with? Where are they getting water? Is it like denser water than the normal water? How are they cooking this food? <laughs> yeah, that was my thought. I'm like, wouldn't like the ingredients just kind of like <laughs> float, float, around, yeah. <laughs> float out of the bowl? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were on the same page because I was like. Wait a minute, how is that stuff staying in the pot? Like, <laughs> how, are they watching, the sea. how are they watching television right now? The TV is on underwater. <laughs> and dad's reading the papers. Like, I'm like, okay, so you're, you've got to be kidding me, right? Like, you're reading the paper and you're underwater. And the paper's not, you know, like, totally turned to slug and just floating away, you know, in strides of whatever, shreds of paper. But I, one thing I would like to say, it's magic. Like, yeah, that's most likely why it's possible. The the sea god's magic is probably making anything that comes in contact with them or whatever. I don't know. It's weird stuff. It's magic. <laughs> mm. It's weird, though. It was, it was hard to rock my mind around it, but the, I think when you start watching this anime, the first thing you have to do is decide to switch your mind off and just enjoy the romance that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I eventually had to do. I just had to be like, okay, I understand. They're just... They're just... You know, in their own little society. I just blamed everything on the sea god. I was like, the yep. sea god makes this possible. So I trust him. He was a he was a total you know idiot. Though. He, he was also like, didn't know his feelings and shit. Didn't know who really loved him. Stupid sea god. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, what are you doing, man? Like, you send your girl back to another dude? Like, seriously? I would never do that. I don't care. I'm sorry, man. I'm keeping my girl. I don't. Right? Share. I don't like sharing. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> share with my women. <laughs> I mean, you have to commend him though, because he was like, he cared more about her than like his own feelings. So I was like, I was into that. I was like, okay, I can, I can, I can get on this boat. And I, okay, like, so. What were you can okay? So I guess this is the follow up question. So like when you know they found Monaka and everything, and like they realized her memory was gone. What did you think happened? I think they shocked under the sea, right? So I'm thinking like you know, gone <laughs> all up in that and stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> who, sh who shagged under the sea? I, actually, I'm, I'm kidding. Do at some point I was thinking when they were saying like the sea god, you know, they were telling the whole story of you know how the sea god did it with his wife and they had kids. I'm thinking, holy crap, did he like you know totally molest that little girl? Like, is that what he did? Yeah, I mean, 
and he just take it all away but I think what happened was he took her and there's one weird thing that happened in that scene like when he she's going down to the bottom of the ocean and then there's like an instant kind of like boom like she hits the ground and like everything just flies in there I'm like isn't she dead but like holy crap how hard is she is he gonna like pull her to the ground at the, the bottom of the sea at least and um I, I think he just kind of kept her there and um and you know stared at her all creepy like like an old perv or something wait who who stared at her like an old perv the sea god oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry zoned out for a second well then there we go um uh, what do you think happened well, uh, mine was more awesome. I was like, okay, so she gets taken as I can I knew she. They took her as the. I know the Sega took her as the late lady. Uh, whatever. Um, so I, I knew that. Um, what I didn't know was, okay, why is her memory lost? And then I was like, wait a minute. There was the I remember the story like you know she they the sea god took something away from the lady like when he sent her back up to the surface so I was like oh my god what if what if um Manaka gave up her love for Samugu in order for them to be saved and everything and then I was like oh my god everything makes sense now like everything was starting to click together I was like understanding oh she gave up her love for him and here he is loving another girl and like all of it was like oh it's so tragic but it's so beautiful and then I was like nope <laughs> she I loved Akari <laughs> I didn't think she loved though I actually noticed that she loved Akari um I know she loved him the minute she said I'll talk to you after the festival like that moment was the moment I was like yeah she loves him mm -hmm. she wants some of that action she's just gonna get all up in that mm -hmm. and um and so yeah that was the moment I, I thought so like I knew she gave up the love like when when she started I, it was forgotten I was like she obviously forgot that she loved him but I never thought she loved Samugu at that point I thought she loved Samugu at the beginning but by the point in time she told him that she wants to talk to him after the festival. I was like, yeah, she loved that dude. She's gonna come up to him and say, hey, let's get let's get the show going, you know. Mhm. Mm yeah, that's okay. I I know women. Don't worry about it. I can tell when they love someone. I just really wanted them together. I really I really wanted them together. Like th that first scene, I was like, that's it. That's love right there. And then mm -hmm. it was taken from me, and I'm really upset about it. I actually kept switching who I thought should be with who, depending on things that were going on, because then there were times when I was like, oh my god, she should be with this one, and I'm like, no, she should be with him, and I'm like, ah, and I'm like always thinking someone else would have left someone else, but then, by the end of the first season, I'd already made up my mind who I wanted with who, and by that point in time, I had made up my mind about the characters who they ended up ending up with, so it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was I. <laughs> Alright, well... Anywho, so my last question that I have here: If you were in the anime, mm -hmm. who would you pursue? Okay. As far as like, who would you go after? Okay, now there's some very <laughs> now. Remember, listeners, I if I'm in the anime, I'm 14 too, so this is not creepy. So <laughs> let's start. Let's take all the girls and set them at the same age. You know, post mm -hmm. time skip. 
And um, if I had to choose, say, okay, um, you know, we have so much girls to choose from. I'd have to go with. Ah, oh, it's so hard. Oh my god. Now here's the thing. I like Chi because she's really, uh, you know, she's more mature and she takes care of you and she's adorable and she has big boobs and. <laughs> <laughs> Again, being a total guy. Alright, so yeah, I like Chi for like, you know, her figure and uh, the whole thing that's going on with her. But I can't choose Chi because I know me and I like a chick with spunk. And I think you know where I'm going with this. I would actually choose, uh, what's the the, the girl's name with the curly hair and the ribbon? Sayu. Sayu. I'd choose Sayu because I always liked Sayu. Not when she was a kid though. I found she was, as a kid, when she was like the baby Sayu, I was like, ah, she's like a total tomboy chick and she's a little baby girl and she's like the kid I would hang out with and play with. But then when she got older, I was like, ah, she's older now, so she matches their ages and stuff. I was like, she's so adorable. Like, so, so adorable. Because for me, spunk is equals adorableness. You know, like, the minute mm -hmm. a chick is, like, super spunky with me, I'm like, oh my god, I kind of like, you know. <laughs> you know, like, a chick that comes up to me is like, oh my god, Q, I like you so, 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 so much. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Such is life. And the chick who's like, who comes up to me and is like, you know something? You have a weird head and something, something, something. You're kind of cute, but, you know, you just you piss me off. I'm like, oh my god, I love her. You know, so she definitely has my love. I'm going with her. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> see see this is kind of hard for me because it, it mm, let me see here i would be between two of them i i mean my first reaction is i yeah my first reaction is smugu like come on like he's adorable and he got his little cute black shaggy hair which you know it's got the whole emo cut going on and I'm a sucker for the emo cut and like he's so quiet and he's so mysterious and he's so honest and I love that but I also love Konami because he's so passionate and like he's so honest too and he's so mature but like he shows his emotions and so my first gut is like I want Samugu just because he's so adorable and I just love the mysterious and I can't help myself I always go for like the bad guys like the bad boys mm -hmm. so that's just how I am I've I'm pretty sure like every relationship <laughs> I've been in it's been like the bad boy sorry anybody who I've dated listening yeah you were the bad boy in my life Sorry, all the um. listeners who were like writing a letter to Kiki, dear Kiki, how I love you so, and then realize, holy shit, I'm too nice. She's not gonna love me anymore. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think there was only like two guys I dated that weren't really bad boys, and I spoke. <laughs> I broke both of their hearts. <laughs> you're a horrible person, and you're cruel. Well, I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry. God. I don't think I'm I've so... ever broken anyone's heart. I'm just saying. I've, I don't think I've ever broken someone's heart. Anyone who's out there, if you think I've ever broken your heart, you can always message and say, yeah. Hey, Q, you did break my heart. But I can I can pretty much guarantee you I don't think I've ever broken anyone's heart. It's always been the opposite way around. Yeah. Even when I had to break up with someone, it was because they were breaking my heart and I had to do it to save myself. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, ugh, you know. But, Q, well. I, I know the guys that punch bunnies, so guys go out there, get a bunny, and punch it. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that I've broken two hearts, and these were okay. Let me just like clarify. Like these are people I was actually in a relationship with, which there hasn't been many, but there has been some. And uh, I broke two hearts, and you know I may have disappointed other guys because I was like, no, I don't want to go out with you. So there may have been guys that I have disappointed, but there have been two hearts that I know for sure that I broke. <laughs> and I don't feel bad because one of them was a complete asshole and the other one it just I just didn't have the feelings for anymore so whatever uh, I don't want to lie I would rather break your heart than you know lie but I guess I got karma because um, I, bit you I've, I've had my heart broken twice so I guess you know you win some and you lose some I know I'm starting to think that there's no such thing as karma for me because I keep getting my heart broken. So it means that, you know, maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just supposed to. Or maybe it's because Lucky Charms loves me and Curry too. That That's why my heart's getting broken all the time. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. If you're the one that's getting your heart broken all the time, that means something is happening to the girls that break your heart. Right? Mm, explain. It so you said that you're always getting your heart broken, right? Yeah. So that means that there is a girl, right, who is breaking your heart, mm-hmm. right? So that means if she broke your heart and she was bad, then that means something bad has to happen to her. And she and you, of course, won't know about it because you're not her. So the karma right? is her karma? It's her karma, not your karma. So why Mean- can't I get good karma if I'm I I don't do bad things? Why can't I get really good karma and find someone who's just like so perfect, an angel from the sky who happens maybe to be you just ha- character? Maybe you just haven't got it yet. Because I feel like now I'm even. Like me, I'm finally even. I broke two hearts. <laughs> I've had my heart broken twice. Unfortunately, like within the same year, which is by far the most horrifying experience of ever. So, if you have to get your heart broken, cue make sure you spread it out because having your heart broken twice in the same within the same twelve months is seriously the most horrifying experience ever. Um. But anyway, I've had it spaced out. Yeah, I've had it spaced yeah. out. Never, never, I, I don't, like, if I'm out of a relationship, I don't jump into another relationship. The minute I get out of a relationship, I turn from being the relationship guy that is so, like, into relationships into the guy who's like, well, you know what I am like when I'm not in a relationship. Yeah. You, 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 I've told you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, more or less, you know, listeners, I'm not going to tell you, though, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, my, mine was completely unintentional. Like, I it didn't plan for it to happen, but it just, like, my, I was, I won't go into details, but basically, like, the second relationship helped me get over my first heartbreak, and then, of course, he turned around and then broke my heart. So then it was like, okay, what the hell? What just happened to me in these 12 months? But it's okay, because I powered through it, because then... I knew my friends were there for me, and then my new love came along, and that remains to be seen. <laughs> That's to be continued. Wow. <laughs> we can't go that route yet. We don't know what will happen. Never know. And listeners, we never know what will happen if we keep talking like this. We'll maybe have a podcast that's way too long. And we maybe maybe we'll spill things about ourselves that we may not intend to spill on the podcast. <laughs> so... Before we continue with this, and forget that we're actually recording the podcast and go into too much personal stuff, let's about wrap this show up. So, yeah. final thoughts in this anime, well, we already said we loved it. It was beautiful. 
What's I'm your just, score, Q? My score? score? One million over... Over one million, thousand, 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 millions of millions. It's beautiful. It's, <laughs> you can't put it on a scale of ten. It, it explodes into awesomeness. Yeah, I would, I'm going to give this anime, I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. How dare you? Where does it lose a point to become a nine? The only thing that bothered me was how much Monica cried. Oh, it, that was but, annoying, though. Yeah. That was the only thing that bothered me. Like, if she wouldn't have cried so much, I would have given it a 10 out of 10 because everything else was perfect. Everything else was amazing and adorable and just full of love. But then, here she goes crying again. It's like, oh, god damn. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Word of advice to all the female listeners, guys don't like crying. Like, the minute you start crying, we don't, we don't automatically start liking it. Like, saying, oh my gosh, she's so adorable because she's crying. No, we're like, oh my god, she's freaking annoying. I need to get out of here. Like, seriously. So right? Try, try to keep your cheers. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying if there's something to cry about, cry about it, but just don't cry for everything. Right? God, stupid. Like, it reads. Oh my god, I must cry. I know. It's like... And I think that's one thing that I just need to accept with anime. And I know we discussed this early on in the podcast, but I need to just make this a point. Okay, anime. Girls cry a lot. For whatever reason, artists <laughs> artists, and writers, they're just like, oh, anime girl cries right now. And it's like, okay, I get it. They like to cry a lot. But, like, holy crap, Monaka cries all the time. Like, every episode, she's crying about <laughs> something. Like, oh, there's a fish on my knee. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, girl, just cover it. Shut up. Okay, but anyway, oh. if she would, if she wouldn't have cried so much, it would be a ten out of ten. And that whole thing with like, you know, the electricity and the paper and the water <laughs> and the fact that food could stay in the pot. I mean, if that was fixed too, then it would be a ten out of ten. You know, you know what? What I have to say. My my last few words to this anime is that. I really like sea blue eyes now, like so yeah. much more. I'm just like. The next girl that talks to me with blue eyes like that is gonna instantly get a date. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna like, hey, let's go. Like, seriously, here's here's a date, here's food and everything, and cool. I just love them. The characters' eyes, beautiful. Voice acting, pretty good. Music, I already said I loved it. Now, the main character's inner thoughts, which uh, he would say things in his head that seemed all philosophical and then act like a five-year-old. Where? <laughs> right? You know, the characters are all cute. The outside was beautiful, interesting story. And I love it. Great mm-hmm. anime. So I have to say. It was fabulous. It was beautiful. It was a great anime, guys. We definitely are going to recommend it. Watch it. It's 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 adorable. There's love in it. It brings out emotions at many points. Although I didn't cry, Q. Yeah, we I didn't cry either. I got close to it. Like, you know, granted, I think I would have cried if I watched it all in one go and didn't have other things to do in between. Mm-hmm. I may have been drawn into tears and I may have said, you know, this is about that time where I cry. Oh, maybe not. Who knows? Either way, I didn't cry. So, it's cool. <laughs> Anyway, guys, so I guess that's going to conclude our episode today. Woo, woo, woo. Um, Time to join us for the ride. Yeah, and Q, are you going to start me off today and I promise not to mess it up? Aw, you think you can do this. You think that this is possible and you are not going to mess it up. I promise. I got this. I've been preparing for this all podcast. I've been, like, saying it in my head. Aw, so wait, you were waiting for the podcast to end all podcasts? How horrible. 
No, I no, I just mean like I was practicing because I don't want to. I didn't want to mess it up today. Like I always mess it up. So Fine, you man. you may be okay. You may be okay with starting the podcast, not paying attention like always. But I don't want to always, you know. I'm not not paying attention. I told you people are messaging me and I'm responding to romantic messages. The listeners know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anywho. With that being said, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast a lot, as much as we have enjoyed recording it for you. Of course, if you like this podcast, head on over to iTunes and, you know, give us a rating, a review, or like. We're, we're liking how we're doing pretty well, so, like, you know, help us stay doing pretty well. So, go on over to iTunes, share it with your friends. If you have someone that you love, send this podcast to them, and trust me, they will love you. Because they'll yeah. love us. So, with that... Kiki, this has been... Romantic! Isn't that how we start? Yeah. No, Keep going! Awkward first! <laughs> you failed! You've practiced all episode for this and you failed it another time! This has not happened. I'm sorry, okay. I'm gonna leave this podcast now. Listeners, good night, good no, morning. No, 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 we have to do it. No, no. Well, you gotta, okay. you gotta <laughs> start. start. Okay. <laughs> This has been... Awkward! It has been... Romantic! It has been... Ro... (laughs) You just... (laughs) I was saying romantic again! Okay, okay. (laughs) I think it is a purpose now. Now I'm just gonna just like, you know... No, I I have lucky times that's calling me. I seriously did not mean... Okay, one last time, guys. I promise I won't mess it up this time. You know what? I'm guessing 95% of listeners have left, but let's try for that 5% that are still there. This has been... Awkward. It has been... Romantic. It has been... Hopelessly animatic. Oh, I didn't mess up. Ah, oh, ain't that sweet? We've done it. <laughs> We're out of here, people. Peace.